0: welcome to you don't say listen to real english conversation as we talk about life around the world cultural differences and things that have surprised us on our travels now here's your host abigail and audrey
1: Hi and welcome to episode 16 of You Don't Say and today's episode is called World of Weddings Um, so first of all I would love to give a shout out to one of our very special listeners it's actually one of my students Mandy who lives in Taiwan and she told me that she really loves listening to our podcast because it gets her motivated to um, study English at the beginning of the week so hey Mandy. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much. I'm so glad that we can be a source of motivation. So, yeah, that's great. So I'm looking forward to this topic because this is an interesting one, weddings, because they're so different around the world, aren't they? Yeah, so, so different. So what would you say is one of the most, I don't know, different weddings that you've ever been to? Oh, where can I start? Okay. I'm going to go for one that I went to
1: last year. So it was my sister's best friend's brother that got married and it was a Nigerian wedding. Never been to a Nigerian wedding before. Mm, Wow! And it was like a two day event. So the first evening was, um, was it probably only, I say only 300 people that attended that event. And it basically consisted of, um, guests arriving, eating, and then there was um, lots of rituals between the two families as, I guess, they kind of, like, got to get got to know each other and celebrated um, the, their two families coming together so there was lots of dancing um yeah a lot of dancing for example the bride came in and she was dancing with all her friends then the groom came in he was dancing with all his friends and then the parents came in and two sets of parents were dancing together and yeah that was really cool I just remember being in complete awe but then the next day what like totally shocked me like I knew um in advance, that if you're invited to a Nigerian wedding, you're kind of expected to bring someone along with you. And it doesn't matter if the bride and groom don't know them, you just bring someone along. So when we got to the reception, by the time we'd left, a thousand people had like passed through this reception and there was just like a constant flow of food hot food like from about I think it was about three four o'clock until we left at eight and it was still going on
0: um but like what happens just people are standing around eating or is there music or
1: eating like some kind of like games um there was a lot of dancing um but it was yeah, it was mostly eating, dancing, speeches—the typical speeches, um, photos. Um, they had like a separate room for the kids with like activities for the kids. Like it was, it was so good, and the room was oh. so big that where we were sat we actually couldn't see the stage or the dance floor where the bride and groom were so there were these giant tv screens all around the room so you could see what was going
0: on but yeah so that's a big party and do you think do you think that's a normal for Nigerian standards like or or you don't really know if it's like a normal I heard it's normal yeah okay so that's like yeah probably because exactly people will all invite others and things like that so Wow! So so it was good fun.
1: So much fun, yeah. Probably best <laughs> wedding I've been to.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I I find this um part of like introducing the families and bringing them together and dancing and singing together something that's maybe missing from the typical British Australian cultures. I mean, it's a little bit there, but it's not that important I mean maybe there's like a dinner or lunch before yeah the previous wedding but I don't know from my experience it's not a big thing not really And no. it's something that yeah like my first ever trip overseas I went to India and I was in I met some Indian students and they one of the boys invited um us to some of the parties of the wedding because it goes on for many days and we went to some different gatherings and I remember particularly this one night where members of the different families um actually no it was the the family of the bride and they were sitting around together with the her brothers and they were singing songs and I remember someone said that they're singing songs of like goodbye we're going to miss you because you're leaving the family and it was really like um, really moving and um, it really impressed me because on at the other on the other side I was thinking about Australian weddings and how they don't have that sense of warmth I don't know yeah. I mean they're wonderful they're very romantic um but in the end probably most people are thinking how much alcohol can I drink is the food really good <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's maybe we're a little bit sadly superficial when we think of weddings I don't know it's yeah. very easy maybe also to get it up caught up in the, the beautiful dress and how much I spend on everything but we take away sometimes the special meaning it, it is two families joining together so yeah I had a real like cultural shock moment where it actually really challenged me to think oh gosh what's what's wrong with Australian culture we, oh. we kind of have we got our values a little bit wrong I was 21 at the time and it was yeah I guess one of those first Travel moments where you realise things are different, and and not always is your culture the best one yeah, to be in. So, true. yeah, so so it's interesting. Um, what about um, Italian weddings? I'd like to talk about Italian weddings. Um, so I've been to a few, and so on the other hand, where Australian weddings about having fun, and and a lot of the focus is on. After dancing and drinking and really like, you know, expected to have a good party, I found the Italian weddings a little bit disappointing from this point of view. There's a lot of food, a lot of food, Um, but not much fun. I don't know, not much dancing and things going on. Yeah, Yeah, maybe they're not all like that, but on average, the ones that I've been to are a bit like, oh, come on. When does the party start? So can you ever think of a boring wedding you've been to? Um, boring, boring. Um, not personally.
1: <laughs> no, no, actually, no. I don't think I've ever been to a boring wedding. No, I've been lucky. They've good, all been good, fun. good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, in the end, most of them have been fine, but I sort of felt like, yeah, that I spent a lot of time sitting down, and probably I would have liked to spend a bit more time dancing or socializing. It just kind of, yeah, sort of felt. And, and a strange thing is that many in many of them, the bride and groom sit at a separate table, um, but completely separate. So nobody else sits with them. Oh. And I felt that kind of like a distance, like everybody else is sitting around these tables with 10 people talking and having fun. And then the bride and groom, I guess, you know, for romantic reasons, they want to stay together. Oh. But... I don't know. They kind of seemed a bit distanced from it. That's so sound. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the other thing I noticed uh, that there aren't many speeches. So there aren't many people like standing up and talking about the people, the bride and groom. So there's no real chance to kind of communicate Stories or happiness, or I I don't know. There's not much talking either, Mm. which I found a bit strange. On the other hand, I've heard that sometimes the English or British, I don't know, weddings can be a bit like a talk fest, like long speeches. Yeah.
1: Usually, it's like the people that, well, traditionally, the people that give the speech are the father of the bride, um, the best man for someone else, I can't remember who it is I think it's three people it's a long time since I went to a wedding three people Um, and I remember one wedding I went to they were actually like taking bets on how long we thought um, each person was going to give their speech for (laughs) Um, Terrible Yeah, because sometimes the speeches can really go on for a long time sometimes people can say like embarrassing things about the bride or the groom in the speech and they're not expecting it
0: yeah. Yeah, and it it's and it's so funny because you think like normally the Italian culture is very talkative. People like to talk, mm-hmm. but at the weddings they don't. On the other hand, English people aren't so talkative, but you get them in front of a wedding and they're like talking all the time. Oh, so yeah, it's actually the same in funerals because in the Italian funerals often it's just in the church and Mm -hmm. the priest speaks but not many people give personal speeches where in the yeah more British or Australian you tend to speak somebody from the family they speak more so yeah it's maybe this kind of there must be something to do with respecting the authorities as being like the the people that speak in the ceremonies I guess like weddings and funerals it's kind of run by the church traditionally of course things are changing but yeah so yeah no it's interesting so um when you go to weddings like because you're not married no not yet (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know before I got married I I didn't know if I was going to get married but I remember thinking in my mind sometimes like things that I didn't want to happen at my wedding yeah Yeah. was there anything that you saw oh my goodness if that happened at my wedding I would die
1: I went to a wedding in Mallorca last year it was a really interesting wedding so the bride um was of Indian origin and her husband was British but they loved holidaying in Spain so they had kind of like a combined um Indian Spanish style wedding and they called it a sari sari and sangria wedding and I remember on the first evening (laughs) I remember on the first (laughs) evening it was like the western wedding so the bride was in like a beautiful white dress she looked gorgeous and it got quite late And um, at one point we turned around and and, um, her husband, her new husband, had thrown her, well, jumped with her and grabbed her into the swimming pool. And the dress was soaked and um, (laughs) her mum was going crazy (laughs) because she said that dress was really expensive and now it's ruined. And I was like, yeah, don't ever want that happening to me. So there'll be no pool at my wedding.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I think that would be really bad. I, I don't know. I imagine that was unplanned. He was spontaneous. He hadn't planned it. No, but, no, yeah, no. It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I had a few things in mind when I, I, I thought about getting ma- um, wh- married. Was One, I didn't want to spend too much on the dress because I was like, it was can be crazy to, to spend a lot. But on the other hand, we also agreed that we wanted to have a party which didn't need to finish early because a lot of the time, you know, you book at a hotel or a, a restaurant and they close at, I don't know, one o'clock and you have to go home and that's the end of the party. We yeah. didn't want to have limitations. And uh, we actually officially got married in Milan, but we had the party in Majorca. And that was the best thing because Spain knows how to party. And so we had like the party ended at six o'clock in the morning. Wow. And yeah, we could we could just, you know, keep it going as long as we wanted to, as long as we were willing to pay the barman, he would keep the party open. So it was very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so they were they were that was one of my our like specific things. It's like that we don't we want to we want to be the ones that end the party, not the not the restaurant or the or the establishment. <laughs> so yeah, something to keep in mind. If you want to have a wedding in Spain, you can go all night. So <laughs> so it's good. But the Nigerian wedding you said that you went home at eight o'clock. That's a bit yeah. early, isn't it? No, oh, it was
1: only because the wedding was in Birmingham, which is about a. Uh, two hour drive from manchester okay and we had to drive back so um yeah otherwise would have been there all night
0: yeah and what about um hens nights how do you feel about them um (laughs) i like i like the idea of
1: having like a hen night where (laughs) I'm trying to put this nicely, like a hen night, like where you go out maybe for a meal. Classy. <laughs> Classy, hen night. Classy hen night. Like, I like that mm. idea of like, let's go out for a meal. You know, if we want to go for drinks, that's fine. Maybe we'll go for a spa day, but we'll do something together that's nice. Um, mm. but I don't like the idea of like,
0: the hen nights where like, you just go out and get really drunk. Um and you have to wear embarrassing things yeah. and answer embarrassing questions. Yeah. 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 yeah no. no, no. Yeah. I, I've always wondered who actually likes those ones. But there are some people who really get into it and, and love it. So yeah. So <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to take control and plan that if you yes. if you get wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And and what do you call um the male version in the UK? Do you call it a stag? Stag night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, yeah, in America they call it a Bucks Night, I oh. think. So, yeah, it's a different word. So for the boys as well. I think though these those parties have calmed down a bit as well. They're a little mm. bit more. Maybe they might do something sporty rather than there's drinking involved too, but maybe, yeah, it's a little bit more under control than in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah actually, that would be an interesting topic because that's something I don't know about in other countries, like what they do mm-hmm. if they do anything particular. I do remember that in the Indian wedding there was the henna tattooing, or the the women got together and were' tattooing yeah. doing the henna tattoos. but yeah, other than that, I'm not sure. so we'd love to hear from you guys about what kind of different traditions you're you have in your weddings, and also before the weddings you have specific parties to get to know the family. Or to prepare the girls or the guys for the night. I don't know. We all, whatever you want to tell us, we'd love to hear from you. And Abby, you've got a little last thing you want to say as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So my baking community is now live. So if you're learning English and you. learning to bake or you'd like to learn to bake then I have a community that's just for you and um, this week already um, I have uploaded the workbook for you and also um, the video recipe and the Facebook group is live so if you're interested in joining you can click the link in the show notes and find out more.
0: So yeah that's really exciting it's such a great way to learn English but at the same time combine it with something that you that you really love so yeah come on if anybody wants to get baking and be really good um please sign up so that's it for today hey um we'll see you and speak to no see you no speak to you next week (laughs) (laughs) bye bye thanks for
1: joining us this week on you don't say if you enjoyed our show please leave us a rating on itunes or if you simply tell a friend we'd love that too Sign up for our newsletter and get your free podcast study guide. You can find this in the link in the show notes. Listen out for our next show coming soon.